Welcome to Death Metal Digs. I'm Dr. Christopher Pierce, professor of molecular gasology. <laughs> what is that exactly? <laughs> oh, no, dude. What is it? It's the science of making people bust. Like how big? Big fucking Is it more wads. about Is it more about the 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 volume, or is it more about the feeling of the load? Shut up, you fucking bulb. <laughs> you fucking plum. <laughs> All right. Hey, welcome. To, man, it's cop killing week. Cop killing month. It's cop killing month. Man. You know what's kind of fucked up that I just thought about this is that uh, it's Black History Month. <laughs> and, well, I didn't intend to make a full month full of cop killing, but you know what, dude? I fucking... You know what team I'm on? Team Black. <laughs> I'm part of Team Black. Let's rise up against the police. Yeah. Well, this summer, one man takes on the police force with his giant gay penis. Hell yeah. One man will have gay sex with the entire Los Angeles Police Department. Boy, he does. He has a huge gay penis. They have an unrelenting amount of ass. He strokes the ass with the entirety of his big gay penis. Man, I've been drinking this for loco. You're fucked up. It's crazy, man. Because you're I did, right. I, oh, I drink a half a pint of whiskey too with it, but you did. Which I was like, because I, I went and got it. something else, and the guy is like, uh, it may be, that's, this, that this guy Indian is dude. the Sparks guy, dude, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, he, he knows. <laughs> he knows you know? he park, ca- he's cool as shit. He's he always goes, pushing the caffeine liquors, dude. Well, he goes, I had like a yeah, 8% baby. Hey, baby, something. So. I don't know what it was. And he, he wants to like, get drunk for the Jeep. He goes, you want strong? And I go, yeah. And he goes, strong boy? And I go, strong boy? And he goes, yeah. Uh, dude, you haven't even drank half of this yeah, I'm ripped. God, and I was like, all right, whatever. And I didn't, I didn't know like. Was, There's no caffeine in it though. But dude, good. it's 14 fucking percent. Yeah, I didn't know that. So yeah. like, I What's was it like, taste right. like. Um, it just says frost. <laughs> it tastes <laughs> like not a, a flavor. It tastes like a fucking uh, man. What are those frost. things called? Uh, suckers, dude, with the gum in the middle. Blow pop. It's like a blow pop. The the blueberry raz. Woo, you know that's delicious. Yeah, it's good. It's not bad. Well, guys, it's hey, powerful. This week, uh, and this is the culmination. We're not doing a full month. It just by happenstance. It just felt so good. The first, what did we do? We did uh, the North Hollywood show. We all we did Killdozer. Yeah. And I just got so hard for taking on authority. Yeah, Killdozer's cool, dude. Especially with a fucking election coming up. That's all you hear if you turn the fucking radio on. If you turn the TV on, and the news is on, it's just. Bleh. Pete Buddy Cheeks and fucking Mike Bloomberg. Just who cares? I'm Somebody from me. Mike Bloomberg's campaign texted me the other day and said, do you support Mike Bloomberg? And I said, you're fucking gay. Yeah, He's yeah. fucking gay. People have been and making Trump's fucking gay. Great, dude. Our friend uh, JR that makes the memes for us all the time. Mm-hmm. Man, he has been he's been on a fucking hot streak telling. Because I guess that's what they're doing now. Look, this is a great time to not have cell phone service because, you know, I've got no text because i can't afford to pay my phone bill how about a candidate but dude he keeps saying shit like this to him like the first thing that happened okay 
So JR got a text today. It says, hey, James, I'm Jennifer with Bernie 2020. Voting early puts us on track to elect Bernie as our next president. And it's going to take us all showing up to vote for Bernie in order to win. Can we count on you to cast your ballot for February 25th? He sent her a picture <laughs> of a rebel flag stick figure kicking you, a rainbow flag stick figure. You, have you seen the original picture? No. So it's this girl standing no. in a trailer with a oh, yeah, rebel I did, flag I did that shit. For Little Rock. Yeah, I didn't know that that was yeah, that. That's the same picture. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> then she texts. I'm sorry, I'm unfortunately able to receive images or videos. Would you mind explaining via text that he just texts back, I am gay. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, and then yeah. she went, She goes, okay, Bernie believes we must end discrimination in all forms. As president, he will pass the Equality Act, Every Child Deserves a Family Act, and other bills to prohibit discrimination against LGBTQ plus people. And then he goes... Can he fix my friend Jerry's piece? It's broken, will not work efficiently or properly. <laughs> and that would be Jerry from You're Not Core, cool, I'd assume. Yeah, this dick don't work. It doesn't work? It's broke. Oh, man, poor it guy. broke. Someone broke his Holler pants. at me, Jerry. I can fix it for you. Yeah, you'll pop it. I can pop his dick. <laughs> you'll pop it and then it'll get back to it again. But yeah, there's no mystery, guys. As far as taking on police, this is the, the king. Number one of all time. And we'll be back to that duality thing because, you know, <coughs> a complicated character. Not exactly savory. Yeah. But not so much unsavory. No, nah, man. It's what you w would like the police to be like. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this. Uh, I'm, I didn't dig deep, you know. Yeah. I'm it just, he's kind of a fucking geek. He's got adult braces, you know. Well, sure. But yeah, we're doing Christopher Dora this week, so buckle up for a hot fucking episode that I'm real excited about on this week's Death Metal. Yeah, man. So if you don't know about him, Christopher Jordan Dorner, he was an LAPD officer who, beginning on February 3rd, 2012, committed a series of shootings in Orange, Los Angeles and Riverside County, California. The victims were police and some civilians, including police families tied to police. <laughs> Dorner killed four people and wounded three others. The rampage ended on February 12th when Dorner died during a standoff with the San Bernardino County Sheriff's deputies after a shootout at a cannon in the San Bernardino Mountains. Does it rock? It fucking rocks. At a cannon? Or a canyon? Cabin. In the, in the San Bernardino Mountains. I was about to say, boy, had a cannon. Oh, man. A pirate cannon? <laughs> dude, yeah, I love to fucking think about a cannon just being fired. How cool would it be, dude? Like an old cannon shooting it off of police. Like you stuff it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you stuff it like just for. But you got a bunch of them, dude. <sighs> like the one, not even the ones you light, but the one where you pull the fucking rope and it's just all. Man. Cannons rock, dude. I would fuck a cannon. You know what I mean? You would fuck it? Yeah. I mean, you just put like a flashlight in the tube, dude. Dick that wide. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, see. But you put a flashlight in the tube, dude. You know what I mean? But it's not even that. It's way wider than a flashlight. You tape it to it, dog. But then the tape's gonna. What kind of tape you using? Fucking gorilla, bro. Okay, yeah. It's I'm gonna tape. get a strong the gorilla tape, man. Because I'm gonna pound it. 
Gorilla Glue works too. <laughs> just imagine, because you know how cities always had those canyon monument, cannon yeah. monuments, or we have like a tank downtown, dude. You just walk up and some guy's pound and a fucking flashlight taped to the tank. <laughs> that would fucking rock. That Gorilla Glue shit works too, man. When I was in high school, <laughs> I fucking uh, put Gorilla Glue all over a toilet seat, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like you get some ass sweat. You know, when you hit puberty, you get that, like, I mean, you still get it, you know, when you get older or whatever, but our principal yes. sat on it, vice principal sat on it, and he got yes. stuck. Because, oh. like, 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 the wetness, like, makes it way more sticky. I don't know what the fuck it is with Gorilla Glue, but if you put water on that shit, it gets so Man, thick. Man, that's and, what you get for not wiping the seat off when you sit down to shit, dude. Dude, that's fire, what you deserve. fire department had to come get him. You deserve that. He deserved yeah, it. I was scared. Dude, who just takes a shit, especially in a school? But it was like, a, you know, dude, we could hear him. We could hear somebody speed walking down the hall because he had like big ass hips. Yeah, and he like we. Everybody thought he had a diaper. Yeah, dude, it was like thighs rubbing together. Fuck, yeah. man. But still, dude, you have to, dude. I've so many times in my life where I'm like about to shit my pants. Yeah. I'm wiping the seat down, dude. Yeah, but at the very least, you can't just go. You can because you're just you don't understand. You don't even. You seem like you're lost right now. Am I? I'm not lost. I'm nowhere exactly where I'm at. But you know, like you don't wipe the seat down. I will, man. It depends on. <laughs> it depends, man. You if will? it's pee, I don't care. Why not? I like pee. <laughs> God, no, nah, I don't, man. But I, I was Dorner took your ass. Uh, yeah, so Dorner's manifest. Dorner's. Damn it! A manifesto reportedly be fucking me up. A manifesto reportedly posted by Dorner on Facebook, of course. And this was like one of the first spree crimes that was fallible on facebook you remember this shit yeah like when it was popping off you could just get online and take a fucking look at it and that's also when i found out that facebook will just remove shit that they don't like yeah it's, it's like oh we can't we get a we can't let the family see this like why the fuck not man i'm trying to look real time you don't think they are dude if someone was like gunning for your family wouldn't you, you would want to know yeah. where the guy's at and shit like dude i don't want to hear a report about it but I want to take fucking it's social media. Yeah, they got to make the news. Yeah, so <laughs> he posts his manifesto. But he, here's what he declared, which sounds hard. He declared unconventional and asymmetric warfare <laughs> upon the LAPD, their families, and their associates. Unless, unless the LAPD admitted publicly he was fired in retaliation for reporting excessive force. Two separate incidents during the manhunt, police shot at three civilians unrelated to Dorner, mistaking their pickup trucks for the vehicle that was being driven by Dorner. One of the civilians was hit by police gunfire, and another was wounded by shattering glass. The third individual was injured when police rammed his vehicle and opened fire. And of course, the officers were not charged with any crime. And this is, you know, this is what Christopher Dorner is shooting cops about. Because he believes that the police force is racist and they use unnecessary force against minorities. Well, there's a history of it. Especially in L.A., dude. Yeah, Come yeah. On. So, I mean, like... Uh, Rodney King. Man. Rodney King is prime Dr. example. Dr. Rodney. Michael Rupert. Remember whenever the CIA came? Dr. Rodney Martin. <laughs> Dr. Rodney Luther King. Okay. <laughs> You're out of touch. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> uh, remember the CIA came during, like, uh, whenever the crack epidemic was going on, yes. and they were speaking to the black community, and, and uh, Michael Rupert was there, and he was like, I work for the LAPD, and I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that this is the most corrupt police force, right. and that the government is coming in here and teaching. Dude, Rupert slams. 
He's dead now. Yeah, of course, dude. Yeah, they got his dead. ass. But when he, uh, yeah, he committed suicide. Uh, I think he did. He was kind of a. You think so? Yeah, I think. He Come did. on, dude. I don't think. I don't think that somebody killed him. I think he was. He's like one. And I'm the conspiracy dude, you know. But I think he killed himself. But he said, "If they, if I'm gone, they got me." Sure, but they got my ass. He was living in like some fucking. What's like, up? Was it fuckers. South Dakota? Some Indian? Yeah. Like they got his ass, Native dude. American I, ayahuasca shit. They gave him a fucking. They they were like, "Look, you guys can have an ayahuasca license if you cap this piece of shit." Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, the dude knew his shit, man. You think he got too ayahuasca and just was like, "I gotta go." No, I don't. I've know. I've done what I need to do. Here. I mean, sometimes you know, <sighs> the, you know the truth. The burden will get your ass, dude. You know what I love to hear in songs is a gunshot. Yeah, it can get you going. Like Man of War's got a, a bunch of them, dude. Yeah. DJ Paul. Yeah, DJ Paul. But dude, I was uh, earlier. I was telling you a band, a band that's super corny, but it's got some hard fucking tracks. Fear Factory. Yeah. There's just like uh, that D Manufacture album, the first song on that, where it's like I've got no more goddamn regrets. Like after the first thing, it's just <laughs> like yeah. oh shit. Yep. Come and call Christopher Dorner. It's <laughs> fucking firing shots. It's tight. I think I heard a shot. Dude, you want to put, you, you want to spend 300 and go see Raging S the Machine? No. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that, man. Yeah, dude. 300 bucks. Would, would you rather see I would pay 25 bucks. Raging S the Machine or buy a nice piece of coos? Oh, dude, fucking answer, man. <laughs> you buy a nice little piece of coos? I mean, yeah, if I had that option. <laughs> I mean, just buy a little piece, dude. <laughs> yeah, it depends on who the coos is attached to. <laughs> well, it's 300 bucks, so that's got to be all right. 300 bucks? Nah, you, that's too much for coos. <laughs> yeah, is that true? Yeah, dude. Like, what's, I, like, what's the coos cost? I don't, man, when I'm working, the girls are always trying to get me to buy them for like 25 What they 30. look like, though? No, man. Like Tina Turner pregnant. Like <laughs> fucked up teeth. Like the modern day Tina Turner? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just real rough looking. No. And, then and then they're always like young, too, like 15, 16. Oh, no, no, no. Of course, that's higher. Someone called David Bowie. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so Christopher Turner was born in New York. He grew up in Southern California. He attended Cypress High School in Cypress, California, where he graduated in 1997. He graduated from Southern Utah University in 2001 with a major in political science and a minor in psychology. While he was there, he was a star football running back from 1999 to 2000. And that's a hard, you know, it's hard to go to school and play football. So probably dropped out because you're not going to make it to the NFL, being at fucking... Southern Utah University. So, called it a deer. Yeah. So, he's athletic. I mean, just establishing. He's athletic, good student, doing fucking poli sci, which I've known some real fucking morons that have done poli sci degrees. What is it? Some kind of sex shit? <laughs> Political science. Okay. But yeah, this is something like that. I'm poly and science fiction. Those are the two things I am. I'll uh, have sex with any galactic creature. That's probably glamorous. Yeah. Holly, what a fucking wild life, dude. Yeah, I just don't want anyone else to slam my wife. You know, here's what's weird about that. <laughs> so, you know that if and and this is verifiable, but viable, very verifiable, women, oh, verifiable. Women when they work together, they spend time together. Their periods sync up. Yeah, yeah. 
And so I don't I don't know why that is or anything like that. But then if you get married to two women, yeah, and they're both on their period, and yes. the, and not every woman on two their period periods. is like just super like bitchy. It's, it's not true, but. If you have two women that are bitchy on their period, and then you're in a polyamorous relationship, yeah, I don't know, man. That's a lot of there's there's a uh, ladies. There's two turn, edges to that it sword. Turn, it turns out that I am fucking gay. The getting screamed at sucks, but then also it turns out the I sex catch up doubles gay. Yeah, I mean, I love them. Nice. I do. I mean, piece of period goose. Yeah, dude. I like sex ketchup, man. <laughs> I love it, dude. Yeah. I'll put it on my fries. Oh, yeah. I would too, man. I wish that was a joke. It ain't. <laughs> Dorner later stated that <laughs> Dorner later stated that he was the only African American student in his school from first grade to seventh grade, and that he had several altercations due to racism. When he was a teenager, he decided to become a police officer and joined a youth program offered by the police department in La Palma, and he lived there at the time of the shootings. Thanks to our friend Seth for bringing some cool fucking refreshments. These are the coos I like. Yeah, damn, I, I, those are so much bigger. I know, man. That's why I was very. That's shout out to Bud Light and White Claw. Do back on the seltzers, bro. That feels good, right? I love, it, man. You feel like you're doing something good. I haven't been drinking for a while, you know. That's not true. Man. The last three times I've seen you, you've been getting two times. Off. I started drinking last week. I've been, yeah, I've been off, man. Yeah, you took a break, but you told me that you told me last week you were telling everybody about going to the Mexican restaurant Pound in Long Island, dude. Yeah, but that was last week. <laughs> yeah, you're done, dude. You've been taking time. Oh, uh, my birthday. I Take got it time. Two. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that's time. Probably took I did two or three weeks. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I'm gonna do that tonight. I'm gonna take me a slam in and get the clam in and take it on out. <laughs> Squeeze a little lemon and pepper on it. Uh, Yeah, so (laughs) this guy is dealing with racism already. When he was a teenager, decided to become a cop, joined a youth program offered by police department in La Palma, which is where he lived at the time of the shootings. So deep history there. Probably some deep-seated resentment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Neighbors described Dorner as for, and he was an admired, well-liked, family man and a man who usually kept to himself he was previously married with no children so i don't understand why that would make him a family man but you know that's how the fucking neighbors felt regular neighbor shit uh he did get a divorce from his wife in 2007 and she files so you know he's probably whooping her ass well he was a cop you know what i mean at the end of the day you do have to look at the facts he was a police officer he was a naval reservist Officer, he was honorably discharged as a lieutenant in 2013. You ever whooped a woman's ass? Uh, yeah, dude, of course. I've never shed a couple of women, dude. Yep. yep, no, no options left. You know, bouncing. Uh, man, I've never done that. I've always whooped their boyfriend's ass. Yeah, well, they acted. And I would like, dude, you know about the fucking gnarliest one I ever did is when I was working at the upstairs bar. Yeah. And I had to fucking throw this guy out. Well, first of all, this couple's fighting. <laughs> this couple's fight spilled over into another couple. And they're fighting with each other and each other. And then finally, the guy starts swinging. And I saw who swung. 
And I was already like on the way over to take care of it because the couple was fighting, which is annoying. But it's usually like no one's gonna hit each other. Yeah, but it still sucks. Like if they get loud, I usually would walk over and be like, "Guys, come on, do that in your house." Yeah, <laughs> this is a bar. Yeah. You're, you're bumming everybody out. Uh, but so they're fighting for a while. I got an eye on it, and then somebody, I think someone came over to tell him like, "Yo, shut the fuck up." Guy swings on the guy, and I was close enough to just grab him, drag him outside. On the way out, the girl grabs two fucking of the copper um, Moscow mule mugs Yeah, that they just got. This was a while ago. Fucking real proud of him. And he's like, the bartender, I almost said his name, was like, hey, man, you got to go grab those mugs. I was like, fuck. So I go outside, and I'm like, hey, trying to be slick. Let me get those mugs back. And they're like, we don't have any mugs. I was like, come on. We're grown. You already felt how much of an inferior specimen you are to me. Please give me the mugs. Go about your business. And they're fighting with each other, you know. And they're like, we don't have any fucking mugs. I go, like, guys, I'm going to get the mugs back one way or the other. Put them in my fucking hand. Be an adult. So the guy grabs them starts to do that thing where he's going to hand it to me and he like shoves them into my chest. At this point, I'm like, fucking whatever. But then I notice his wife is fumbling with her keys and she's trying to pop this fucking mace open to spray me with. And as soon as the thing pops, I take that mug and bink! Yeah, threw it as hard as I fucking could. And she just fucking hits the deck. It's like, oh my god! Doing the cry she's like... There's a girl that used to go to hardcore shows. <laughs> oh, fucking it. I'm not going to get fucking maze, dude. That used to, like, we I mean, she's crazy, though. I didn't even know how crazy she was at hardcore shows. And then she was at a bar that we used to work at. Yeah. And uh, she threw a fucking ashtray at me and me in the fucking head. Damn, that rocks. Was I there? No. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I was like, what the f-? I got so fucking mad, dude. And yeah. I saw who did it. I mean, I knew she did it, but it was like, I, I couldn't. There was no reason, right? The, she was mad at somebody. She was mad at her boyfriend. They were arguing. Same yeah. thing. And I told him, I was like, hey, if you're going to do that, you need to leave. She <laughs> threw the fucking ashtray at me. <laughs> and I looked at him and I was like, look, I, I'm sorry. He's like, well, I, have to, I have to kick your fucking ass, dude. Yeah. Like, I can't you kick her to. ass. What else are you supposed to do? So I kicked, her fu- I kicked his fucking ass. She and put him she, in a spot, dude. And he was like, while I'm whooping his ass, he's like, He's like, I'm breaking up with you. Yeah. She's no longer my girlfriend. Please stop. <laughs> yeah, dude. Put her in the old South yeah, Carolina I felt spot, bad, dude. but it was like, I can't, I couldn't hit her. I mean, like as much. Put her in a fucking Pennsylvania pickle, brother. Pretty much. If it was like a knife or a gun or something, yeah. she's definitely getting hit. But I've never hit a woman. I, I would if it was like yeah. life or death. Well, I'm going the, home, well, the other you know? time I got hit in the fucking back of the head with a beer bottle. It was like, yeah. it was like four huge girls. And I was like, like they're fucking getting in fights with another group of people. And it's the same shit. It's like. It's you and eight fucking people. And you're like, guys, we're grown. Like, that's always, I'm yeah. I'm pretty, I'm a very this fucking high school chill yeah. bouncer. I'm like, God, let, like, we're all grown. Let's go our separate ways. Get some drinks over here. You guys go over there. And they're still containing. I'm like, well, you, you guys have to leave. You can't come in here and start fucking fights. And then this girl's getting all fucking loud. And I'm like, I, I don't want to touch you. I don't want to go down this road. She's like, you ain't going to touch me. Like, I'm going to have to. And then before any of that happens someone hits me in the back of the head and i know it was a woman because it didn't break you know yeah it's like tink and i was like well <laughs> y'all are all getting out i didn't beat him up but i sure fucking dragged him in rear naked chokes out the door 
Yeah, one by one, and they were big. The top, we'll see our like our tad has boom, uh, boom, race boom, meat boom. for yeah, horse. horse this is a long episode, by the way. So okay, well, I'll, I'll finish this one real quick. Okay, but anyways, there's these two girls that are definitely like working girls, you know, and they're mm-hmm. in, they're in uh, the martini lash shorts on martini lash. Stop. <laughs> and uh, the girl, this one girl has like real curly hair, and she's getting into it with Fuck this up. fucking uh, <laughs> other girl, and they're fighting. I was like, hey. He goes, need to stop. Just chill out. And then this other guy comes over, and he was like, what are you all fighting about? Like, just somebody has nothing to do with the situation. Yeah. And she just fucking hits him. And hey, I was, man. And I, and I go, you, out of like, I throw her out. Well, this <laughs> other girl sitting with the curly hair yeah. is like, fuck you. She's like, uh, what the fuck? She said, she said, you look like a goddamn ass because my whole head was shaved, my face. <laughs> yeah, you do look and like an ass, though, dude. She, had like she a, got your ass, dude. Well, she had curly hair. You do look like And I ass. was like, well, at least I'll get my goddamn hair cut, cut at fucking Petco, cunt. <laughs> you threw a cunt in there, bro. Oh, yeah. You fucking mulb. <laughs> yeah, dude. And she was just running her mouth. And so yeah. you know how they got the cops just sitting out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they show up and they take her outside. And like, they end up kick. The cops kick this girl's ass. Oh, they love it's it, like, dude. Why, That's man? who does it, dude. Police beat everybody. I guess that brings us back to Dorner. Yeah. And this fucking outrage. Yeah. So he started in the Navy in 2002. He was uh, commanding a security unit at a naval air station Fallon. I'm sorry. I got to get this burp out. Uh, it's a long, <laughs> sorry. Long episode. <laughs> it really is, dude. I had the burp. What do you want from me? Hold it. Uh, he was commanded security at a naval uh, air force station in fallon nevada he served with a mobile inshore undersea warfare unit which that sounds fucking awesome dude undersea warfare that's what steven seagal does for sure for sure if you told him he would if you were like hey steve you ever heard of underground underwater warfare he'd be like yeah that's what i do that's what i do like yeah he'd be like yeah i do that do Aikido underwater warfare? But you got to check out the videos where people catch him and his shit. It's a mess. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> he, f- he fucking serves with this mobile inshore <coughs> undersea warfare unit from June 2004 to February 2006. He was deployed to Bahrain with the Coastal Riverine Group 2 for November 2006. That's just this unit. And it's important because, you know, you kind of want to know what action he's getting into, in my opinion. How skilled is he? Because it's going to come up. Because they have a real fucking hard time with this guy. From November 2006 to April 2007. He was discharged from the Naval Reserve on February 1st, 2013. In 2002, while training for the Naval Reserve, Dorner and a classmate found a bag containing nearly $8,000 that belonged to nearby Enid Korean Church of Grace in Enid, Oklahoma. They handed the money to the police. When asked their motive, Dorner replied, the military stresses integrity. There was a couple thousand dollars, and if people are willing to give that to a church, it must be pretty important to them. Dorner also stated that his mother taught him honesty and integrity. During his time as a naval reservist, Dorner received a Navy rifle marksmanship ribbon and a Navy pistol shot ribbon with expert device. So the guy can shoot. He and you know, we can't because of the way that fucking YouTube is. We're we're not able to play any clips. Go out and explore because he did a lot of Facebook videos that people saved instantly, and uh, he's real big on respect, honesty, integrity. 
standing up for what you believe in. I mean, as it gets rantier and rantier and kind of expels his manifesto a little bit that we'll be able to get into. Real fucking stickler for honesty. So pretty much he's either into hardcore. Yeah. Or Taekwondo. Yeah, dude. I mean, same thing. Scott Vogel wrote them both. You know? That's one of my favorite bands. Jamie Josta. I mean, dude, they got the album. They got two rockers. Dude, that new one's not bad. No, but I'm d- just nothing. The, the problem with Terror for me is that lowest of the low is too good. Dude. So everything yeah. else is like, I'm just going to put this back on. Yeah, lowest of the low is one, man. Yeah. And it's fucking Todd from Nails. And Nails stinks, dude. He blew it. I don't know what happened, but that guy can write a nasty fucking riff. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that could be it for Nails, too. He might just have written an album that's too hard. And I, every time I hear Nails, I'm like, I, man, I like, the, I like a couple of the, those first two. Nails <laughs> it just ain't this, bad. but it just yeah. ain't that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah He's no, got I such a it. stinky flavor on that. Those one, two though. first Nails albums are great, man. You know. I do know. <laughs> you don't like nothing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the, while he was a uh, reservist, that's when he got a job at the LAPD because his main goal is to be a police officer. You go into the military, you get officer status automatically when you've got college experience, right? Yeah. So he's able to get his college degree, go into the military, pay for college thanks to the military, go right to an officer, have a pretty sweet gig, get into some action, dude. I mean, underwater combat sounds like a lot of fun. Man, that does sound cool. It's <laughs> like video games. Yeah, dude, it's some video games down. It's just a good time. But you really die. Most definitely. <laughs> you know, he ain't no restart. You hold, fucking hold your breath like that, dude. You can really chow a fucking bassoon. Ooh, buddy, you can fuck yeah. hard. Yeah, because you just fucking hold it, dude. You yeah. learn, you learn the art of holding it. Entered the police academy in 2005, graduating in 2006. Shortly afterwards, his duties as a probationary officer were interrupted when he was deployed with his Navy Reserve unit to Bahrain. On his return from duty in July 2007, Dorner was paired with training officer Teresa Evans to complete his probationary training. According to the LA Times, Evans said on Dorner's first day working with her, he told her that he planned to be sure the LAPD would accept him after his probationary period. In response to how the LAPD had responded to complaints he had previously made against his classmates. So, that was worded real weird, Andy. <laughs> but uh, I read it like a fucking moron. Basically... Already, like, you know, you ever at your job, they hire a new person. Yeah. And then the first week, the new person tries to explain something to you about the company. Yeah. You're like, happens a lot. I've been here for years. They're like, yeah, but don't you think this is an injustice? Like, yeah. And it has been since I started, you know, I put in my, t- I'm quitting my fucking job that I've yeah, had for yeah, like yeah, six yeah, years. Yeah. Congratulations. This life rocks. Yeah. Boy, I loved to put that. <laughs> it feels good. Yeah. They just kind of started. They just they neglected me. You know what I mean? Kind yeah. of treat me well, like once shit. that happens, man, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like I, dude, That's what I like about my job, man. They don't. They love me, dude. They have to. I You're the, the street soldier, bro. I do the worst shit. You're the only street soldier, my guy. Out, but whatever, man. I love it. You got to walk the lonely road that no one else is willing to walk. Nobody really will either. Dude, I'm looking over at our producer, Brian, who got nice and fucking toasted up before we started this shit. And I saw he grabbed, he grabbed a bag of baked lays and a huge bag of like the fruit marshmallows, you know? And he hasn't even fucking chomped into them yet, man. Hey, he's <laughs> face palming, dude. Oh, 
He was face palming it. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I got, yeah, I got yeah. him, but I, man, he's just waiting. He's just know? preparing for a long. Are you trying to like take? You're just trying to fa- <laughs> you're, like the thing about weed is you intermittent fast in such a short period of time. Yeah, you just get so hunged. Yeah, <laughs> I would, man, I wish that I makes me a hung weed. jury, dude. I wish I could. Yeah, I mean, you could. I could. You always can. But do you want to? I don't. It freaks me out, man. This is the way yeah. weed feels like it should for me. <laughs> drinking, yeah, dude. Drinking does. I'm also a fucking drunksman myself as well. It just makes me get loose. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. yeah. So basically, this is the type of dude. He's coming in. The lady who's training him. He's already fucking chewing her ear up about how he's already, and he's also already made complaints about classmates that he had before he left. So you know. This is where duality comes in because for sure LAPD is a corrupt, hostile to minority organization with a track record that proves it, right? However, that doesn't mean that this dude isn't looking for trouble. Yeah. You know? And well, it, it just sucks when you're a snitch, man. Yeah. You I know? mean, either either way you go about it, but you know. So if you're gonna be a snitch, be yeah, at least he's able to whoop somebody's ass. He did, yeah. But it, um, we'll see. It took him a while to get to the cool side. But he tried all legal channels first. Well, let's keep rolling along with it. July 28th, 2007. Dorner and Evans responded to... And Evans, that's his training officer, the female. They responded to the Doubletree Hotel <coughs> in San Pedro regarding a disturbance being caused by Christopher Gettler. He suffered from schizophrenia and had severe dementia. Two weeks later, Evans gave Dorner a performance review, which stated he needed to approve in the in three areas. The next day, Dorner filed a report alleging that Evans had used excessive force in her treatment of Gettler, accusing her of kicking Gettler in the chest and once in the face after he had been handcuffed on the ground. God. The LAPD investigated the complaint, examining the allegation against Evans and the truthfulness of Dorner's report. Through an internal review board of three members, two LAPD captains, and an outside criminal defense attorney, during the seven-month investigation of Dorner's complaint, Evans was assigned to death duty and was not allowed to earn money outside of her LAPD job. And that's a huge thing with police officers that I've come to learn over the years of like doing jujitsu and shit. <laughs> Because I always wonder, like, how the fuck do these cops have so much money? Like, you it, you know what they get paid. It's not very much, but they're allowed to do all this outside security work. Yeah. And they get paid a lot for it. At hotels, bars. Right. It, yeah. So they just show up in uniform. They get to have their service equipment. And they're an intimidating presence. And also, they, had, they do have... Like the authority to go ahead and fucking they, they can't like arrest you and take you to jail, but if they put you in handcuffs and then call someone from the force, you're going to fucking jail. And a lot like here in this town, uh, I know of like a couple places they pay them twenty five bucks an hour. So I'm saying they get paid a ton. That's and but, you know if you have a business and you can hire like me or buddy, or you can hire a uniformed officer, the, the choice is pretty easy. Yeah, because you, know? you think you know you think they can whoop somebody's ass. I mean, it's the the, the authority. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. gonna. They're not gonna have to. They're a uniform cop. 
if some shit starts to go down, it's like the badge has way more power over what me and you can do to somebody. Of course, dude, because they're not crazy. even going to get into it. You're not going to yeah, fight yeah. a fucking cop. Most no, of the time. no, no, no. You know, like it, it's over with. You'll try and test yourself against some fucking meathead bounce. And, and if you want to do that, just go to a jujitsu gym with a lot of cops and just like learn how to fuck them up. Man, that's the that's, move, dude. That's it, dude. I used to do that. You put their hands behind the back. Yeah, just you can do whatever you, know, you want. Just to a specific, do. like what a specific thing that I used to love to do. And one of my favorite comments I ever heard doing jujitsu is like, "Man, it's so cool that you're willing to spend your time running this cop class." <laughs> I, yeah. I would just kick the shit out of them. But at the and same token, them. if more cops knew jujitsu, yeah, it, it is, wouldn't be killing people. It, I mean, it definitely desensitizes you in a way that your your adrenaline doesn't fucking blast off every time yeah. you get into a conversation. Well, you get used to getting your ass kicked. And so there's like you a, don't freak there's out. something about that. You lose yeah. your you lose the freak out. Like when I tell when I say you don't get adrenaline dumps, what that basically means if you think about uh if you like you don't have to have been a cop, you don't have to have even been in a fight. But if you think about think about almost getting into a car wreck, right? Like you're in a fucking car, you come so close to death. You feel it and your fucking heart rate shoots way up, and you're like, oh, and then right after that, you have this like come down where you're, you're like, God damn, I really almost just died. Like that type of amped up, um, be- because you like, like in the moment that you're almost in a car wreck, imagine that a little bit prolonged, and then your fight or flight mode kicks in because in a car, like you kind of accept, okay, I have no control over this. But when it, it, this is why cops just reach for their gun because they begin to feel like everything is life or death because conflict shakes them up so much. The stress of the job and then the adrenaline that you get from somebody stepping to you, you know, yeah. like you, you like you're engaged in a life or death situation that nine times out of ten is nothing. So your immediate response is to draw your gun. And if you're if you're on a mat. <coughs> And you're basically having a simulated fight every day of your life. That goes away. Yeah, the fear dissipates. I, it's not even. It's not even fear. It's a. It's a. It's a reptilian response that you have no control over. And the only way to control it is to do it all the time. I've actually had a cop tell me before the reason why they started training jujitsu is because a kid choked him out whenever they went to go serve a warrant. Good man. And a kid, but the kid just like learned on YouTube how to do it. You know. <laughs> And like it took him a little bit to catch the kid, but the kid like he choked him the fuck rocks. out, and he was like, he's like when it happened, I was pissed, but then afterwards it was like, well, that was my fault because yeah. I like he's didn't lucky know. the kid didn't take his gun and fucking blast his ass. Yeah, dude, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta fucking learn. One fellas. of the few, one of the few that I like deal with. But we're bringing this yeah. up, you know, because uh, we're gonna get into a lot of police reactions, you know, including Dorner. I mean, there's a lot like. Again, I've said it three times already, but this is a this becomes a very complicated situation, and I'm just trying to lay a track track record that he you know he can kind of be a bitch. I mean he he got written up, you know he's trying to cover his ass, and so that's where we're at now uh, in the seven month investigation. And again, he just started. He's a fucking trainee, you know. He doesn't like. The fact that he, he it was written down that he needs to improve. He's used to excellence. He wants to be perfect. Uh, but yeah, so while this is going on, Evans is not allowed to earn extra money. It's a big deal for a cop because you're losing a ton of cash. You know, you get if you're getting paid thirty thousand dollars a year to be a cop and you're making another thirty forty thousand off duty, that's a big fucking hit for seven months. Dorner's attorney at the board hearing was former LAPD captain 
Randall Kwan. The review board heard testimony from a number of witnesses. The hotel employees who witnessed most of the incident claimed that they did not see Evans kick Gettler. Gettler was brought to the police station and given medical treatment for injuries to his face, but he did not mention being kicked at the time, which, you know, <coughs> dealing with somebody with dementia, they all could definitely not know. That's crazy. According to Gettler's father, later that day, Gettler told his father that he had been kicked by an officer, and his father testified to that at Dorner's disciplinary hearing. In a videotaped interview with Dorner's <coughs> attorney shown at this hearing, Gettler stated that he was kicked in the face by a female officer on the day in the place in question. However, when Gettler testified at the hearing, his responses to questioning were described as generally incoherent and non-responsive. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Schizophrenia, well, dementia. They, they don't. The other thing is, the police departments across the board, across everywhere, especially in the United States, they don't teach anything about psychology. And, and yeah. the officers will openly tell you that. They're like, well, we don't deal with psychology. It's like... Um, in particular, I had a kid last week. He had a meltdown. He was throwing shit. It was his birthday, but he was yeah. pissed at his parents because they weren't there. And so the officer tells him while I'm sitting there, he goes, if you were my kid, I'd just whoop your fucking ass. And it's like, well, this kid's 15. He's autistic. And mentally, he's really six. Mm -hmm. And so you're saying, like, you would whoop his ass. Well, this kid's had his ass kicked. He's been yeah. raped. Some other things. But, like, you're not, you don't see that across the board because you're not trained in that. And it literally takes, like... An online course that takes twenty minutes, yeah, to know, you know, and you get certified in that. But they don't, they don't do that because they're trained that everybody's doing something wrong, yeah. And you have to like, and, and, and a point to make. And look, you guys know me by now. I'm yeah. in no way pro police, but when, when I, I could say this just from bouncing, and I know I'm not comparing bouncing to being a police officer. I understand giant difference. You could be a parent, being around kids, being around drunk adults, anyone that thinks they're getting scolded or in trouble, they do try to find a way out of it. Yeah. They will lie nine times out of 10 on instinct for no reason. Sure. So when that's what you're used to, but that's what sucks about it. That's why it shouldn't be a fucking job. You shouldn't be getting paid money to fucking police people and, and go get involved in people's problems because there, there's no. Like, like, there's no ethical way to make it a job. Do we need police to protect people? For sure. But I just don't know how. Like, the system's broken. Because you're pay you're, you're making people work 40-hour weeks, and they're just dealing with horseshit all the time. So there's no way that they can go into a situation after being a cop for a few years without having a chip on their shoulder. Well, the other thing you have to understand, too, is that that, that job is built around uh, paranoia of uh, people wanting to... I mean, especially right now. You know, we're talking about... People killing police. We've been doing that for three weeks. Yeah, take that, you fucking pigs. But <laughs> you know, in all honesty, uh, we're we're not training them the right way to deal with people. No. And then also, people, especially in in uh, minority communities, are they have, they're fearful of them, fearful of the police the way they have treated them over the years. Yeah. And so so it's a back and forth. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's a. Uh, I don't know. It's it's not. If you're basically, and I'll say this time and time again, yeah. the police are there to protect people who have things. It's not their fault that it's that way, but right. the laws are written around that. If you have things and people who don't have things, 
they're going to steal from you. They're going to break the law. They're going to steal food. They're going to, you know, I've got a kid right now who's in trouble. She has an ankle monitor because her mom used all of her money on meth instead of buying her food. So they put, so she stole food from Kroger and they put an ankle monitor on her because she broke the law instead of being like, okay, well the kid, she just was hungry. God. And so, like I, and like dude, I, you're gonna get me all revved up. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna. <laughs> but then, like the cops are like, dude. I understand, but like I have to do my job. No, you don't. And so, the, yeah, no, exactly, you don't. Exactly. What is your fucking job? So it's, and the, but then leave her what, alone. You answer. You respond to the call. Yeah. You're like, we'll take care of this. You walk him outside and you fucking take him well, to it's a restaurant because they're stealing. You fucking asshole. That's what I'm saying. A kid, another kid of mine, stole seventy five cents worth of donuts. Ran. They arrested him for that and put him in jail. <sighs> And so they, they're he, like, he didn't take it for fun. No, he was hungry. <sighs> and so it's like a, it's this ongoing thing where it's like, so you need to look at the situation. So I started blasting. Mom has a sock psychological problem. She's yeah. a drug addict. Yeah. So she spends all her money on drugs to stay high. Yeah. So then the, instead of arresting her, they mandate, they mandate court ordered drug treatment. Yeah. They take the kid, they put her where we, we, where we house them, we feed them, we do everything else, make them take parenting classes. And then if they keep reoffending, you just keep doing that until they learn because it takes time. But the kid knows now it's like, just call me. I have the resources to feed you. I'll yeah. feed you, you know, but they're going to release that kid back into the custody of the parent. Of course, dude. And so it's like, it's this ongoing cycle. Fuck. And so that kid's going to learn that I don't trust choo, the choo, police. Choo, 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 choo. They don't take care of me. Yeah. Cause they fucked. They're going to put me in institutions. Yeah. And so then nobody trusts them because they talk shit to them. Because yeah. they've reoffended. They've been in this, the system for so right. long. Can't so get if, hired. You don't, if we don't change this, yeah, we're not going to make any progress. As a well, society. We're going to continue to degress. Yeah. You know, and it's no one ever talked like this is never what you hear on the fucking news. Or they'll put them in foster care and then they'll turn 18 and then they'll go, um, do you want to stay in foster care till you're 21? We'll pay for everything, but you're going to get drug tested and we get to come to your house whenever we want to. Or you don't have to stay in. And so they hit the streets and they do the same shit their parents are doing. So we're not, we're not helping anybody. Police are not. And sometimes it's not by choice. They are, sometimes they are doing their job. Dorner. Dorner, Dorner, for sure. Okay, so but this is where you know Dorner has this big break. Uh, The investigation concludes that there was no kicking of Gettler, and after the investigation concluded, they then decided that Dorner had lied during his testimony. So in 2008, Dorner was fired (laughs) by the LAPD for making false statements in his report. And in his testimony against Evans, Quan stated that Dorner was treated unfairly and being made a scapegoat. Remember, Quan is his attorney that is a former LAPD sergeant. Dorner appealed his termination by filing a writ of mandamus. <laughs> Can't be a real word. With the LA County Superior Courts. I'm too dumb to understand it. Judge David Yaffle wrote that he was uncertain whether the training officer kicked the suspect or not, but nevertheless upheld the department's decision to fire Dorner, according to the LA Times. So it's like, we have a big problem now because the judge is saying he's uncertain whether the training officer kicked the suspect or not. Okay, so then you, if you're saying that you're not sure, you cannot say that he lied for sure, right? Sure. 
So if he, if I don't know if he kicked him or not, okay, then how do you say that he lied for sure? Because that's what the lie is hinged on. The lie is hinged on he's saying the officer kicked the offender. The judge is saying he doesn't know that the officer kicked the defender. So then you can't say Dorner lied about the officer kicking the offender. Well, you know, it, there's, there's lots cause of anyone to the, fr- the fraternal order of the police is another thing because it's a fraternity. I mean, like, yeah. what you, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you're not going to snitch on anybody in your fraternity. You're fucking frat. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it is. Yeah. So they're going to the protect name, themselves. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. going to protect themselves. They're yep. going to do whatever they got to do. Yep. But then they have a psychologist. They have a, you know, every police force has a psychologist on duty. They're, then they lie and say, you know, because they can get it out of them. Yeah. It's not hard to do. No. You can ask certain questions and get it out and be like, well, how are they acting? How are they, you know? And so the, that's, a, that's another issue is that people will just fucking lie to protect those people. That's bullshit. Of course it is. And uh, again, it's hard to fault police now because it's just part of the lifestyle. It is. And I, you know, I, like I, and I, this, and this is what happens when you try to make a change. I was raised around police and I like, I didn't, I never liked them. I never thought it was like a great thing, but, um, and I'm not anti-police. I used to be, but I think that there's some things in the structure that are the problem. It's too complicated to say I'm anti-police. Yeah. Do most cops fucking suck? Yeah, fuck yeah. The big one. That it's, That's where I'm at. But you can't say across the line, I'm anti-police because it's too complicated. Yeah. It's it's not a new issue. It's gone so far. It's ingrained. It's inundated. It's not going anywhere. I can tell you. Yeah. I mean, it is. But I, I mean, I'm, there's, there's officers I know that will tell me things under the radar that they can't say to the other police because they want me to go help, yeah. you know, so that they'll tell me where somebody is or they you. need help. Yeah. The, like they they understand like a homeless that. kid basically. Yeah. Yeah. They could like, be in an incriminating situation and they don't, they don't want to involve the other police officers because they don't want to get caught. Like yeah. they don't want the kid to get caught up. Yeah. And Hey man, there's good, there's good and bad in everything. Yeah. Same with this, order. but um, unfortunately this, there's more bad. Yeah. In this agreed, you know, agreed. Agreed. Most cops, pieces of shit. There's something about the psychology of being needing authority. I mean, it, 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 you know, it's a mess. Anyway, this is where, so of course, you know, that, that's such a shitty way to make the decision. I mean, the, what the judge should have done is said, like, nah, I'm, I'm, he should he should have left that part out of I'm unsure if they got kicked or not. I should have just said, I'm going to uphold this decision. So when uh, Judge Yaffe ruled that he would presume that the LAPD's accusations that Dorner's report was false would stand, even though he didn't know if it was false or not. Dorner in the courtroom became enraged and he screamed at this belief of the hindering at the hearing. I told the truth. How could this happen? Then he appealed to the California court of appeal for the second Appalachian district which affirmed on October 3rd, 2011, the lower court's ruling. It's all people involved in the same community. Lawyers, judges, police officers. Under California law, administrative findings are entitled to a presumption of correctness. And the petitioner, Dorner, bears the burden of proving that they were incorrect. 
that's how they got away with saying, don't know if it happened or not, doesn't matter, you have to prove to us beyond the shadow of a doubt that it is, and that's just the easy way for them to shake off their responsibility. The appeals court concluded that the LAPD had substantial evidence for its finding that Dorner was not credible in his allegations against Evans, which is just going to make it worse. That's not what you want to hear when you're Christopher Dorner. It's just more enraging, especially I feel like he probably is telling the truth. Yeah. You know, uh, in early February 2013, coincident with the start of a series of revenge shootings, Dorner was purported to have posted a detailed note on his Facebook page discussing his history, motivations, and plans. Which, why not? Where else are you going to put it at? You know, just type it up, push in. You're probably hammered on the Saturday night, enraged. This 11,000 word, dude, 11,000 word post became known as his manifesto. Dorner, he probably did that shit, you know, where you try to like type up a long status back in the day. Yeah. And it'd be like, this is too long. Do you want to make it a note? And he's probably like, God damn it. I need people to know. No one's going to click read on a note. No one wants to read a goddamn note. Why is this happening? <laughs> Dorner listed 40 law enforcement personnel who he was prepared to kill and stated, I know most of you who personally know me are in disappointment belief to hear from media reports that i am suspected of committing such horrendous murders and have taken drastic and shocking actions in the last couple of days the posting began unfortunately this is a necessary evil that i do not enjoy but must partake and complete for substantial change to occur within the lapd and reclaim my name the department has not changed since the Rampart and Rodney King days. It's only gotten worse. Dorner issued a single demand, a public admission by the LAPD that his termination was in retaliation for reporting excessive force. He also asked journalists to pursue the truth, pointing out specific lines of investigation for reporters to follow under the Freedom of Information Act and said that video evidence was sent to multiple news agencies. I mean, if you're willing to go that far to just clear your name, he knows he's either going to die or go to prison, but he's so intent on maintaining his character. He's taking it this far. This is some modern samurai shit, man. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It really is. Uh, so, Dorner issued a single demand. I'm sorry. On February 9th, 2012, in response to Dorner's manifesto and the start of the killing spree, LAPD Chief Charlie Beck informed Dorner through the media that there would be a review of the disciplinary case that led to his dismissal. Beck said officials would re-examine the allegations by Dorner that his law enforcement career was undone by racist colleagues. That's what he wants to hear. That's the right move to make. I mean, at least fucking look into it. And that that is what the guy... I mean, historically, LAPD is racist. For sure. And that is uh, part of Dorner's allegations that uh, we can't glaze over too much. Is that not only... I mean... The two things he's claiming, I'm sure you're caught up with this right now, but sometimes, you know, you have listened. Sometimes people aren't as smart as Buddy over here. Um, 
he is maintaining that he's personally witnessed excessive force be used. And then now he's saying that he's being reprimanded for that. And also because he's black, those are the two things are the reason because he, I think, I don't, I don't think he thinks if he was a white guy reporting this, that it would be handled the same way. And he's probably right, you know? Sure. Um, and that could be, I mean, devil's advocate here. That could be because the media is going to be more opt to listen to him than it is some fucking white cop. You know, he's going to, he like when he speaks and you see his accomplishments and you see his face, it's like, yeah, I mean, you can't be racist against a white cop, you know? <laughs> no. So it, it kind of makes it stick. And that is got to be frustrating to the LAPD who are stuck in this situation now. Uh, so, that was a manifesto that he had put out, and it's 11,000 words, so it's not like we can sit here and read it. But that's the main gist of it. I mean, he has been wronged. He's telling you why he's been wronged. He doesn't want money. He doesn't care if he lives or dies, goes to prison for it. He wants his fucking name cleared, Rambo style. You know what I mean? Killing spree began with a package stating his complaints sent to Anderson Cooper... It arrived at CNN on February 2nd, 2013. After the first killings, Dorner's threats in his manifesto caused law enforcement to mount the widespread manhunt that went from California to Nevada and Mexico. Protection details were set up for over 40 potential targets of Dorner and thousands of cops were assigned to patrol Southern California's highways. The LAPD also took patrol officers off of motorcycles for their specific protection. Makes sense. February 1st, 2013, Anderson Cooper receives a package a day early at his office containing a DVD that stated Dorner's case against the LAPD. The package also contained a bullet-riddled challenge coin issued by LAPD Chief William Bratton and a note inscribed... With one MOA, one minute of angle, implying that the coin was shot at a hundred yards at a grouping of one inch, boasting of his accuracy with a rifle. And that is an incredibly hard shot. And yep. again, he's a fucking Navy award winning sharpshooter. February 3rd. During the evening hours in Irvine, California, 28-year-old Monica Kwan and her fiance, 27-year-old Keith Lawrence were shot dead in Lawrence's parked white Kia Optima outside of their condo complex. Quan, who was a women's basketball assistant coach at Cal State, was the daughter of Randall Quan, a former LAPD captain and the lawyer who represented Dorner during his 2008 dismissal hearing. Lawrence was a public safety officer for the University of Southern California. On February 4th, Dorner's purported manifesto was posted online saying that his motive for the shootings was clear was to was clearly to clear his name. He wrote in the manifesto, "I will not be alive to see my name cleared. That's what this is about. My name, willing to die for it." Dorner's manifesto had also specifically named Randall Kwan and his family as targets, so Irvine police named him as the prime suspect in the murders of Monica Kwan and Keith Lawrence on the afternoon of February 6, 2013. The manifesto said that Kwan had failed to represent Dorner's interest in favor of those in the LAPD. 
Dorner reported specific acts of specific officers participating in the retaliation, but the names were redacted by media sources at the request of law enforcement who cited officer safety concerns, which also makes if people, I mean, the, could the Dorner was so compelling that you could definitely see people who were on the fucking fringes joining up with him. They were concerned about that. They did think that, you know, people might just start shooting cops. They might have finally turned against us. We don't need this guy to fucking build an army. <laughs> there, there's something I appreciate about this guy. Mm-hmm. It, it is that he is really willing to die for this. Yeah, I mean, that's commendable for any cause. And it's something that... And it's not bullshit. It's it's, it's something I've always identified with. It's where it's like, okay, man. What would you die for? There's a lot. Sucking gay penis. I wouldn't do that. (laughs) What would you die for? Um, Man, I mean, like, I don't know. I better not say... (laughs) A uh, cause, dude. Let's let's just say pedophilia. Yeah. You know? But that's not a cause, though, dude. Yeah, it is. I feel like people... Who like uh, but you would die to like what with pedophilia? That's why I'm not getting into that. But I feel like people that that look up those predators and, and they find them online, they look their address up and they kill them. Well, I, that's have not, no, yeah. I have no problem with that. Sure, but that's all right. You're missing what I'm saying. But sure, you you would activate yourself to arms if if pedophilia struck close to home. I'm not saying that. <laughs> okay, buddy. I'm not saying that. Just but I'm just case. saying I appreciate that. <laughs> Operative you know? Lloyd. Secret agent Operative Lloyd will not give out. I mean, dude, if somebody touched one of my kids, I would fucking end well, it all, I feel bro. like you should feel like that about kids, period. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, I'm not dying for someone else's kid, but I'll whoop an ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if I saw it in the act, there'd probably be no choice, like no fucking turning back. Exactly. But you, you, know would do, I mean? you would do more time than they would. Yeah, but yeah, that would be. That's I the mean, problem. That's that's the way it would go, though. That, that's a necessary, you know. Yeah, and I feel like you know, ninety percent of the population would probably react that way. Sure, you would go ham, and it's just ham for me. And you is a little more dangerous than. You see, Boy Scouts who fucking is shutting down, dude. Yeah, I mean they're they're full pedophiles. I'm they're not, shutting down. I'm not surprised. Yeah, but that's why because all the suits against them fucking kids. Because, dude, you can't. Any, anywhere where adults are like enthusiastic about interacting with your kids, that's not they're not getting paid for it. If it's volunteer, you gotta watch that shit. Yeah, gotta really watch that shit. Sometimes people are man, and sometimes there's no there's no motive behind it. But you gotta question it, even if they're getting paid. Even you know, yeah. Well, I mean thing. for sure, but like you know, money is at least motivation enough for me to be like a teacher, you know. And for sure, it can happen. And I'm not saying it. Like you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Like okay, this is your job. That makes a little bit of sense. You got hired to do this. But if someone's like I've or, or like a sports team, like oh, I've, I coached a kids basketball team. Like hmm, does you, did your kid play on this team? No. Do you is this like a paid thing? No. Uh, does your kid? involved in this at all no were you involved in it as a kid no okay all right well then i got some questions well i think a majority of the problem in society is pedophiles it is because they affect the way children grow up i mean this is we've done we talked we've talked this to death but yeah yeah, sure so that's your cause i'm with it i'm with the movement but uh dorner yeah no it's always commendable like right or wrong (laughs) he wants what he wants and he's willing to go down with the ship no matter what 
But uh, that makes them fucking believable. Just like, dude, if you're going to, like, you're way more believable if you're willing to get killed over it, you know? Sure. Uh, Samurai death. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Fucking Harikari. Harikara. And you could just munch bats, dude. That's the easy way to go about it. Fucking oh, munching them up, they munching pangos. Japanese are too fancy. Oh yeah, that's true. They won't munch no fucking bats, dude. <laughs> They'll munch tunas, dude. I mean, I watched a video of some Chinese people eating the fucking shit bag out of a cow, dude. What? Like cut a cut the fucking yeah, bowl out of a fucking cut cow. the bowl out and of a cow. And fucking and just eating the shit. They munched cow bag, dude. Shit. They no, they cut the, bag. the bag open and they start fucking <laughs> applesauce and fucking shit, dude. Oh god. Like dude. how? They, know, well, they just love to munch what they're not supposed to munch, dude. They love it. They fucking love they, it. They bro. love a sour, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just munching it all. It's fucking dude. slim chi. Ooh, makes you so smooth. <laughs> God. Yeah, so he's uh you know, he's got his list that doesn't ever come out. It still hasn't come out, which sucks because he's got complaints about specific people. I feel like we should have been able to know. Like if it's this important, why why the fuck can't we know? And according to military sources, Dorner checked into naval base point Loma in San Diego, but he skipped checkout procedures when leaving. In other words, he blew the fucking gate. He ain't talking to nobody. February 7th, two LAPD officers were driving to a protection detail where they were assigned to security for one of the officers potentially targeted by Dorner. They were flagged down by R.L. McDaniel about 1 a.m. McDaniel reported seeing a man matching Dorner's description at a gas station in Corona. The officer investigated the report and they were following a pickup truck when the driver stopped, got out, and fired a rifle at them, grazing the hand of one officer. About 20 minutes after the Corona shooting, two officers at the neighboring Riverside Police Department were ambushed while stopped in their marked patrol unit at a red light in the city. One officer, Michael Crane, died shortly after the shooting. The other was rushed to a nearby hospital in critical condition for surgery and survived the attack. About an hour and a half after the Riverside shooting at approximately 3 a.m., a man matching Dorner's description tried to steal a boat in San Diego, telling the boat's captain that he was going to take the boat to Mexico. Which you don't ever listen to that, dude. Come on. Like, hey, man. Tell him I'm going to Mexico. <laughs> That's where I'll be at. A federal criminal complaint was filed against Dorner the same day for allegedly fleeing California to avoid prosecution. So just based on that word, based on him telling the guy he was stealing the boat from that he's going to Mexico, they filed charges of fleeing California. You don't know that he left. You know? Hours later, the burning remains of Dorner's vehicle, which was a dark gray 2005 Nissan Titan truck were found on a remote fire trail by citizen Daniel McGowan near Big Bear Bear Lake, which is about 80 miles away from L.A. Investigators spread out to search for Dorner in the surrounding area, and about 125 officers started combing literally door to door. All schools in Bear Valley Unified School District were placed in a state of lockdown. Which that makes sense, but it's not going to hurt kids. Uh, maybe a resource officer or some shit. Who knows? Maybe, I mean, you, you know, there is a fucking wild man on the loose. February 9th, CNN reported that the LAPD was reopening its investigation into Dorner's dismissal from the LAPD so as to reassure the public that the police were doing everything in their power to capture Dorner. So 
another birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, you dumb bitch. We already went. We already did that. I know, but that's a cool birthday present. Yeah. Damn. There was somebody, Robert Watkins, wanted to give him a shout out. Thank you for being the fucking man. Yeah. Uh, you know that guy? Someone yeah. you know personally? No. Yeah, just a no. listener. He's a cool dude. He does fucking rock. I think he sent us a, He sent us one of the questions. Yeah. For the six episodes. Yeah. One of the good ones. Yeah. The only good one. <laughs> Somebody asked. It's real juicy. All right. So. <laughs> Juice. Yeah. Birthday. That just reminded me about shouting people out for credit is due. There's your credit. We appreciate you, doggy. And, uh, damn, I lost my fucking train of digging. Yeah. So the, the, basically what they're doing is they're telling the public that they're, they are complying with what Dorner wants. That's what they're saying. Because. If that's all he wants, that it seems unreasonable to not give it to him, to at least look back into it. If you weren't doing that, then the, the fucking, even the media, I'm sure Anderson Cooper would be like, hello, I'm gay man Anderson Cooper. And tonight on 360, we'd like to ask why is the LAPD number one not investigating Christopher Dorner's releasal, and number two, why are they not allowing me to have my homosexual releasal in their ass? Is releasal a real word? For releasaling your cum, dude. You don't ever releasal your fucking wad upon something, dude? I just release it. You, you don't <laughs> ever fucking releasal from your weasel, dude? Yeah, <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> On February 10th, authorities offered a $1 million because they're scared out of their fucking minds. They're terrified, dude. One man, Reek can fucking have it, bro. And that's what rocks right. Look, right or wrong, dude, Reek can have it, rocks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, imagine scared. Well, man, one man, one, one, one man scares the entire police force Can of you, one giant could, city. Could you count on one hand how many times you released Havoc? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. Man, I love I'm Havoc, I'm not like this kind of Havoc, but dude. Uh, I've, yeah. I've, I have made places with, uh, you know, three digits of people fucking go into a melee. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Call, call, I've definitely. I love it, man. <laughs> call some folks to panic. You know? <laughs> it's my dude, number one, man. I love chaos, man. You get them all fucking, you get to get the whole place revved up, dude. I'd imagine this right, revving up a whole city. And more importantly, dude, the fucking whole police force is scared about you. One of the funniest things you ever did was that you fucking broke that, like, some kind of panel on the fucking, uh, Somebody's house at a party, dude, and they got threatened you with karate. And it was oh, one yeah. of the fucking most hilarious. <laughs> I was like, karate, dude? He was like, I know the death blow. I was like, that's not real. I was like, you know what this guy's gonna do to you? He, think, he look at the things he just did to this house. <laughs> he did not karate. You couldn't do this to a house. <laughs> like it's so fucking funny, man. He did not karate. Like I got in a motorcycle accident and died. I did so karate did. Let me ask you me. this. Who knew the death? blow motorcycle now that was me dude damn i got a snack magic woman i every time i put on my 600 pound life i fucking i got a snack magic woman the type of negatives cover the by magic woman dude they're a great anyway (laughs) lest we fall down a hole 
One million dollar reward. They're fucking shook to the goddamn core. And for the first time on this day, Dorner's action started being described as a form of domestic terrorism. Guys, folks, <laughs> he's not doing terrorism. Yeah, I get he is terrorizing the police force. So in a way, but it's you know, come on. Dorner believed was believed to be hiding somewhere in the San Bernardino Mountains as unmanned aerial vehicles were deployed to aid the search from the air amid fears that Dorner would head for the Mexican border. And this is the first time I've, I think a lot of people, this is when we found out that they, that drones are like a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like flying around spy planes and robots and shit. You're like, what the fuck does the government have? Man, I, Do you yeah. remember Alex, Alex Jones? Like, number one, he was all Team Dorner all day. Yeah. Folks, we've got a real hero rising up in Southern California. One man has been pushed too far. And then he was like, the government, I've been telling you for years, they've got unmanned operational vehicles. They can come into your house with no soul behind. It's a robot. Have you seen T2? Judgment Day. It's happened. Man, spit. I know, dude. That's, that's spirit. Spirit style, you gleed it. <laughs> Man, I, I remember the first time I saw this, I was over at this. There's this lady I used to hang out with. She's like in her 50s. Will the robots suck us off? She did some time for, uh, let's just say, some cool psychedelic Something shit. Something fucking cool. And she was like. Watching Jeez, all this shit go disgusting. on, she was just cheering him on. She was like, "Kill them, kill all those <laughs> fucking pigs!" And I was like, "Dude, that's dude. Charles Manson." Talk, and she dude. was saying that, and I was like, "This is fucking." Hey, dude, rad. he he kind of almost did what Charles Manson wanted to do, you know? Set it off, Set it off. Man, that's the only time I've ever been scared at a concert. Yeah, it was mad ball, dude. Same here. When I was a kid, and I saw, first of all, that motherfucker walked in with a briefcase chained to him. Hell that big yeah. fat dude named Hoya, briefcase handcuffed to his hand for what? To play aggressive music? Yeah, me and Brian. <laughs> what are you up to? Me and Brian, another guy, we were at Sounds Underground, and they yeah. played, and they just opened up with that, and I just Damn. like we were we were gonna meet fucking a. we were gonna meet some fucking band because they did yes. signings and shit, and I just <laughs> saw <laughs> like. <laughs> All hell. Like, yeah, it was like dude, if you, 600 if you people on, fighting, yeah, dude. If you've never been <laughs> to a hardcore like, concert before fuck? and it set it off, gets unleashed upon you. Yeah. You're getting, dude. You're getting fucked up, man. Oh, yeah. I was just like, wow, that's the craziest shit. I, what is this? <laughs> I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even know what hardcore really yeah. was, you know? Yeah. It's like, I knew yeah. what metalcore was, you know? Madball's got one rocking fucking album, dude. Man. And it rocks. Yeah, you're right, man. God damn it, boy. And then it, yes, man, it sits What about 20 off. more years of being? <laughs> 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 I don't know. But that shit, dude, I, I'll go to jail. That's a good one. If you want to fucking shoot out with cops, that's a good one to do. Yeah, too, go dude. to jail to that. <laughs> it's about going to jail and fighting off the fucking corruption from the inside. Anyway, I digress. Please allow me to set it off with... Uh, getting hyped up by what donors got going on but yeah dude they're using drones and again i don't think people had really seen that shit before especially on the news like it's an unmanned flying vehicle with cameras so it doesn't so no one is in the line of fire what the fuck are you talking about later in the day a lowe's home improvement store in northridge los angeles was evacuated based on reports of a possible sighting of Dorner. 
Next day, February 11th, the Riverside District Attorney filed formal charges against Dorner for the murder of a police officer and the attempted murder of three other officers. February 12th, police raided a hotel in Tijuana, Mexico, based on a tip that Dorner was there. Authorities also discovered surveillance footage of Dorner purchasing scuba diving gear at a sporting goods store in Torrance, California. A message posted on February 12th to the Twitter account of the San Bernardino County District Attorney's Office said, The sheriff has asked all members of the press to stop tweeting immediately. It is hindering officer safety. Hashtag Dorner. (laughs) What a world, dude. What a fucking world. And again, this is shit that I just, you know, it's like breaking at the time. You know what I mean? You definitely didn't have a president being like, first of all, I'm not saying he's gay. It's just something I've heard. Something I've heard that he takes a tremendous pounding. That's what I've heard. People are saying this. People are telling me he gets fucked hard. That's just what I'm hearing. You don't have that type. You know what I'm saying? And what's fucked hard mean, man? What does fucked hard mean? Yeah. What does it mean? Somebody set it off. <laughs> you get in that hole and you lose control. Yeah, I think getting fucked hard means somebody's got his shit all over you. <laughs> it's not hard. Dude. Uh, hard is like a you know, I don't know. Shitting doesn't have anything to do with hard. Once you got a hard turn, you got to lose control. You know, you gotta lose yourself. Somebody fucks so hard, you lose control of your movements in the moment. February 12th, San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department deputies responded to a report of a carjacking of a white Dodge Ram at 12.22 p.m. Began looking for the vehicle on the ground and from the air. The truck's driver was not harmed, but he was fucking pulled up upon. And, you know, they should rightfully be scared, but uh, he was handled in such a way. A black guy in a Dodge truck. That, you know, you got to take a look at how they're handling black people. That's what Dorner's talking about. Did he possibly resemble or was reported to be the guy? Yeah, but man, they just coming in a little rough. You got to handle yourself. I mean, you're on camera now and you still don't care. You know what I mean? Sketchy fucking world the police live in. Uh, Fishing game officers were the first to spot the vehicle and recognize Dorner as the driver. Fishing game. Yeah, dude. That's a. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine, man? Dude, just like. Most of my days, I catch guys illegally pulling trout from the river. Today, here's the fucking... Those are the, those are the cops you kick their fucking look, ass, man. I mean this... Because they just come out by themselves, right. dude. And look, I'm going to tell you the truth of what happened today, of what happened with the Game of Fish. The hard truth that you don't want to hear. I'll tell you as Alex Jones, so nobody gets mad at me for what? it. The Game and Fish warden was in the woods, and he saw it was the, the trout running in the stream, the bear running in the woods, the eagle flying up above, and he said to himself, something doesn't look right, California, and that was a black man at a stream in the woods. And he called 911, and they showed up promptly. But that is legit what happened. <laughs> it's like, ah, 
black guy out here. You know, it probably is. <laughs> you ain't hunting. He was like, I've been on the trail. I mean, he is hunting, dude. He's hunting some other he's type. Hunting he's hunting cops, wild man. pigs. Uh, he fucking just like, yeah, I've been on the job for 37 years out here in the National Forest, and it's the first for me. <laughs> Seeing a black man out here, and I uh, thought, well, thank God someone's fine. Oh, no, dear, dear Lord Jesus, it's the murderer. Oh, good job. You fucked it up again, buddy. Nope. I just can't keep my hands off of things. Can't. Dude, you fucked it. Well, but is yours good? Yeah. Your headphones are? Right. Yeah, stop touching them. Stop. Stop me. Before I door, I'll door you, You dude. can't do shit. I fucking strangled you last week. You want to do it again? No, no, no. We didn't, but we just didn't so agree. Also, hey, so people know. Yeah. You didn't agree what? To fighting. Did you put your hands on me? No, I push your ass on the couch. Yeah, like three times, you dude. You just sit down. You entered into combat. No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hit you. You, I pushed your ass down. I didn't hit you either. I put you in a comfortable seat. <laughs> yeah, but you kept doing it. Yeah, because you tried to get up. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking for trouble, brother. No. no one had to agree to anything. What happened happens. Once I get this, but we bag. didn't get to pay. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, once your bag gets fixed, <laughs> you want your, your stupid ass. Yeah, ass. dude. Yeah, that'll solve it. I'm gonna fuck you. That's that's, that's what's holding you back, dude. It really is. Yeah, my otherwise, back's holding me back. If if your back wasn't fucked up, dude, you'd definitely just be able to just stop my ass. That's the one thing in your you way, dude. That's shit. the one thing holding you back. We didn't we didn't get to play basketball because it's been raining literally all week. I know, man. It sucks because I can't wait to fuck your stupid ass up. Yeah, I can't wait for you to blame your back on that too. Oh no, man! I would have, man. I would have, I would have dunked on him if my if my back had been all the way. Going. I'm not dunking on nothing. But yeah, I'm just saying that's what you're gonna say. I'm just gonna. You're gonna be like, oh, it. I'm in my back. I couldn't score any points because my it's back. Okay, man. You know what's good? Here's the reality: of what's gonna happen when we play basketball? Mm-hmm. It's gonna take one of us like three hours to score twelve points. <laughs> Are you good at basketball? I'm not bad. Nah, dude, come on. I'm, not, I'm definitely not good, but I'm not yeah. bad. Yeah. I'm being real. I know that I can just out athlete you, but I got it's gonna be a long game, dude. But you ain't no athlete, man. You ain't got <laughs> athleticism. <laughs> what are you trying to say, dude? Is man. it racist? No, man. Wait, how am I not athlete in what way? You're not. You're just not. Your mind's different. I'm strong. Retarded. Say retards don't know the difference between athleticism and retardism. I'm fast? No, you ain't that. Wrong? Shit. I'm agile? Shit. (laughs) I'm strong? Are you strong? Uh, What's I got to do with shooting a ball in a hole, dude? A lot, bro. I got hand-eye coordination. (laughs) (laughs) I got dexterity, dude. I got a fast twitch. <laughs> I got a lot of fast twitch, dude. <laughs> All right. Anyway. You get shit hard. <laughs> Back the door, dude. We're going to fuck this up because this shit is long as shit, but uh, it rocks. So I don't want anyone to get burnt out. Dorner, of course, as soon as he's spotted, you know, officers show up, fishing game. She's the first black man he's ever seen. Officers show up. Chase Dorner down to an uninhabited cabin near Big Bear Lake. As soon as he takes hold in the cabin, he opens fire on the two officers from the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department, hits them both. The officers had to be airlifted to Loma Linda University Medical Center, 
where Detective Jeremiah McKay was pronounced dead upon arrival. The San Bernardino Sheriff's Department confirmed to the media that Dorner was barricaded in a cabin near the command center set up for the manhunt in a mountainous rural area of Angeles Oaks, California, and that the building was surrounded by law enforcement. The LA Times reported that there might be hostages in the cabin with Dorner. A three-mile perimeter was set up around the cabin, and residents were told to remain inside with their doors locked. Police initially attempted to force Dorner out of the cabin by using tear gas and demanding over loudspeakers that he surrender, and also playing Ska. We played Ska? Continuously. I would quit. (laughs) That didn't really happen. I was just saying that. If I heard the specials. Dude, stop touching that. Just put your face close to it. That's all you gotta do. You just moved to it. No, it's not locked. You you moved to it. Listen. Yeah, the specials. Yeah. That's 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 what I would do to make people come out. That's why I said that. You know, it's because be like, dude, one of two things is going to happen. One, you're about to become a Skank and Pickle fan. Or two, you're about to surrender. Yeah. If you Skank and Pickle, man, you ain't fun. Nobody. Man, I imagine. You play Ska, but, the, but you have to call it Operation Operation Ivy. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Yeah. That's the worst. Damn. Rancid There's is only, so much better. Rancid is good, dude. How come the wolves? That's a rocking album, dude. They ain't got a lot more besides that, though. Let's be honest. That's true. Uh, yeah, so they fill the cabin with tear gas. Don't actually play Scott, but they are demanding that he surrenders. Dorner did not respond. So, police used a demolition vehicle to kick down most of the walls in the building. Then they shot pyrotechnic tear canisters. Tear gas canisters. Pyrotechnic tear gas canisters sounds like something that Dimebag Daryl had, into the cabin, which resulted in the cabin catching fire. These devices are nicknamed burners because the heat generated by the pyrotechnic reaction often causes fire. Shortly thereafter, a single gunshot was heard from the cabin. The demolition vehicle was unmanned, so they sent a fucking robot once again. Ladies and gentlemen, you're witnessing the downfall of society. The government is using illegal technology to capture one of their own. Uh, And shortly thereafter, a gunshot was heard from the cabin. One gunshot as the fire continued. Ammunition was exploding from within the cabin, making it difficult for officers to put out the fire. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Sure it was. Sure it fucking was. Ah, boys. Jeez, there, real pickle up there. Uh, you know, cabin's on fire. A lot of ammo in there. I guess we're going to have to just uh, sit and wait, you know? Just going to have to hang loose. And you put the popcorn in the microwave and it runs down to where it's just doing that pop, pop. It's about to burn up, you know? Going to have to wait till it cooks. Going to have to cook that popcorn before we take it out. In a press conference, LAPD Commander Andrew Smith stated that no body had been removed from the site, adding that reports of a body being identified were untrue as the cabin area was too hot to make entry. Uh, and uh, that's what the that's what they had to scramble to come up with, right? Because it's obviously like they could have clearly gone in. Uh, law enforcement experts differ 
on whether it was justified to use pyrotechnic devices to end the standoff instead of waiting for Doran to surrender, which clearly it's he's in a cabin by himself. It's only going to last so long. It's just one guy, but there's clearly, you know, hostility going on here. You know, the evening of February, uh, February 12th, Los Angeles police and the San Bernardino County Sheriff's office denied reports that a body believed to be that adorned had been recovered. And again, because it was too hot to go inside. I mean, they, 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 it just goes back to what Dorner is saying. They don't handle situations without prejudice. Prejudice doesn't mean racism. It means that they, there's an intent. They're acting upon the intent in a way that's unbecoming. They are, it's their own will. It's not the will of the law. The will of the law would have been, you got him surrounded. He's in the mountains, nowhere to go. If he comes out shooting at you, then sure, return fire. But if he's just holed up in there, you don't you sh- you can't burn his ass up. I mean, you can. You they get away with it for sure. Yeah. But is it the right thing to do? I don't think so. Valentine's Day, February fourteenth. Medical examiners confirmed during an autopsy, Dorner had died from a single gunshot wound to the head. Evidence indicated that it was self-inflicted. At the same news conference, Sheriff John McMahon reiterated the claim that deputies had not deliberately set the cabin ablaze. Okay. So you didn't know that the pyrotechnic tear gas would set it on fire. Burners. A wood cabin. All wood. You had no idea. Didn't know. Oh, I'm shocked. I can't believe this is happening right now. Sheriff's Department Captain Greg Herbert, who led to the assault, who led the assault on the cabin, claimed that the canisters were a last resort, saying this was our only option, and adding that, that the potential for fire was considered, but they had no choice. It's like when my wife got pregnant the first time. You know what I mean? It's like I I had the blast in there. There was nothing else. Like what else could I have done? You know? Yeah. It's the only option. Blaster. Only thing I can do is fill it up. Master Blaster. <laughs> That's all I got. Can't put it somewhere else. Hmm. I can't just take it out. That's how you learn. I can't just wait for the hostages to surrender. Is that how you learn where babies came from? I got to finish it. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> You're pregnant? What? I didn't see any She didn't sit storks. down and explain it to you? She's like, oh, all those times that you busted in me raw. Yeah. Like, I didn't even see a bird come through here. I don't. Man. The science. I remember. <laughs> I was trying to cut weight for a fight. Yeah. I was sitting in a hot tub with a trash bag, yeah. sweating it out, dude. And then you go, hey, I got something to tell you, man. And I was like, what's up? And you're like, oh, I got something to say. Dun, dun, dun. Here's proof that I am not gay. Yeah, you're I like, knocked up a lady. I just stood the fuck up, and then I passed that him head on the fucking sink. Yeah, that is true. You it's are like, gay. Whoa, man, you fucking had a kid. You were having a kid <laughs> this time. I was happy. I was like, man, cruise that. What kind of father is he going to be? <laughs> That's it, man. I, was like, I told my dad, he goes, whoa. He goes, you know what he said? Should have let him bust a You know what he said? He goes, that boy ain't right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, what you going to do with a kid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't turn out all right, man. You get that. Yeah. 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 It's the only thing I really care about. The Sheriff's Department, uh, again, the same Sheriff's Department and the LAPD, there's three separate incidents 
the early morning hours of a week earlier, February 7, 2012, where same day police fired on people who turned out to be unrelated to Dorner. He was not present at any of the incidents. About 5.30 a.m., at least seven LAPD officers on a protection detail in Los Angeles County, city of Torrance, opened fire on the black of a light blue Toyota Tacoma and shot its two occupants, Emma Hernandez, 71, and her daughter, Margie Carazana, 47, who were just delivering fucking newspapers. Blue truck, right? The vehicle was thought to match the description of Dorner's gray Nissan Titan. The one they reported earlier that burned up. Yeah. And they were moving without, it was moving without its headlights on. Hernandez was shot in the back and Carazana received wounds to her hand. The attorney claimed the police had no idea who was in that vehicle when they opened fire. Yeah, exactly. Of course, man. Exactly. You fucking idiot. And that nothing about their client's vehicle matched the description of the suspect or his truck. Oh my god. <laughs> That's like a fucking apple juice box getting squeezed. Holy oh. shit. Yeah. And that the occupants were giving no warning before being fired upon. Yeah, they just opened fire yeah. on them, dude. <laughs> a, na- a neighbor said You need the- some wet wipes. <laughs> dude, that was something. We need to find somebody to do. I got wipes. sponsor us it's a wet wipe coming, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. We just shit. You know, we just shit every episode. We just shit on it. Somebody gets mad. They're like, oh, we were talking about a 14 year old girl's raping, being burned. Are you farting? You shit and you're farting. You're farting. Yeah. When you're farting, you guys get off topic. You're farting. Farting. Don't fucking fart. This shit is serious. It's serious, man. Farts yeah, are so, serious. <laughs> you know, yeah. you do it too, man. Do this you, is actually all, all, fart this, when it's all this podcast is, is dude, we just wanted a way to fucking record farts, dude. Yeah, to be yeah. honest. All My the, thing is when people are the like, content. and you just fucking <laughs> fart, it's like, oh, have you ever farted in a serious situation? Tell me you've never been to a funeral and you farted. Oh, uh, dude, I don't ever not fart. You know uh, how much, pro- dude, you know, I had nine scoops of protein powder today. I fart, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know what? I'm eating like 8,000. Dude, I fucking fart. When I was, whenever my grandpa died and yeah. I walked up to go see his body and shit, I just, there's, farted, like, there's four people. You farted. My grandpa always farted on me. <laughs> you farted. Why dude? would I not, man? I was like, my dad would like if I farted. <laughs> Hell yeah. He, he had like half his gut removed, so his farts were like just next level all oh, the yeah. time. Yeah. But he, dude, he fucking didn't give a shit. He loved, he loved to, to fart. fart. My, grandma, my grandma laughed so hard at his yeah. farts. Farts rock, <laughs> like 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 a bad scene in the movie, you know. Your farts fucking rock, rock. Dun, 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 dun. Your farts rock. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so my aunt was like doing this shit whenever I farted. She was like sticking her tongue out, going. Uh, she can taste it, dude. <laughs> she got the flavor, dude. Dixie Cafe before. <laughs> she got a fucking taste of that cat. She got a taste of the beans and greens. I had some cat. That cornbread, that fish. Woo, cornbread. Yeah, so a neighbor said that the truck was used literally every day to deliver newspapers, and the women kept their headlights off so they didn't wake people up. Again, they were injured. They didn't die. The LAPD started an internal investigation into the multi-officer-involved shooting. Dude, 102 bullet holes were found in the truck. 
Come on, guys. This is off. what Dorner's probably. Yeah, of course, dude. Oh, wow, man. So, dude, the LA, what a bad guy. Yeah, you know? the LAPD. Yeah, dude, shame on Christopher. He was so wrong. He's such a piece. They don't, shit. they're not brutal. They don't overreact. They don't handle things wrong. The LAPD declined to confirm the total number of officers involved or how many bullets were fired or if any verbal warnings were given to the women before the shooting began. They weren't. 102. And approximately 25 minutes after this incident, offers from the Torrance Police Department struck an open fire on another vehicle. Just like the first shooting, the incident involved a vehicle that police claim resembled the description of Dorner's truck. It was later discovered to be a fucking Honda Ridgeline. That goofy-looking truck. Yeah. Come on, guys. You know the difference. The victim of the third... It's ridge. It's black. Yeah, it's, it does have a ridge line. The victim of the third weapon discharged by police was David Perdue. He was on his way to the beach for some surfing before work. A Torrance <coughs> cop cruiser slammed into Perdue's pickup, and the cops opened fire. He wasn't hit by any of the bullets, but suffered serious injuries from the cop car impact. Police claimed that Purdue's pickup matched the description of the one <laughs> belonging to Dorner. <coughs> However, the LA Times reported that the vehicle involved was once again a different make and color of the suspects, and that Purdue looks nothing like the suspect. He's just black. Use of force policy violation. On February 4th, 2014, LAPD Chief Charlie Beck announced that eight officers had violated the LAPD's use of force policy and would be disciplined. Disciplined. Beck noted that California state law prevents him from disclosing the nature of the discipline publicly, but that the discipline could range from extensive retraining up to termination. Once that came out, there were online protests of the LAPD as well as a protest at police headquarters on February 16th, 2013. Protesters stated that they objected to the manner in which Dorner's, Dorner's dismissal was handled, the reckless shooting of civilians by the LAPD during the manhunt, and allegations that police had intentionally set fire to the cabin in which Dorner was hiding. Also noted that when... Chief Charlie Beck announced that the eight officers had violated the use of force policy. It didn't say for which thing. Or they don't put any information out. So I would almost be willing to say that Dorner was in a way name cleared because they, they like if you're saying that the guy that's willing to die to prove that the LAPD uses excessive force and that he got fired for reporting that you have to not use excessive force while this is going on. If you do it while it's going on, everyone knows the guy shooting at police is right. That's what he's saying. And then you're doing it four times. You're fucking mongos. You can't hold it together for two weeks. I mean, the thing is, is, like when you are a police officer and the side of your vehicle says protect and serve. Okay. So what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? To lick my dick and suck, suck my, my butt. butt. I mean, you're not, there's no, I, I, I mean, you, there needs to be more training. And I'm not just talking about specifically the law because they don't even have that on lock, you know, like that. Yeah. You do 12 weeks at the police academy. You don't even, like, lawyers go for so much longer. Yeah, four law. years. It's not enough. 
But you can literally take a 30-minute, 45-minute, hour-long course on mental health and, like, learn that somebody's got something going on. It's just crazy, man. Like Chris over here. He's a fucking retard. He <laughs> sucks his fucking dick. It's, it's just because there's a camera around, you know? It's like a just the things don't connect. And that's fine because I'm the same way. And, but you're a cop and you go out and you start shooting people for the dumbest shit because you're scared to death somebody's going to kill you because yeah. you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, learn that some people are different. Don't yeah. fucking stop somebody that has dementia. Yeah. Don't stop somebody that's retarded. Like if they, like the thing is, they're like, I'm not going to kick somebody's ass. You know, could really like clearly solve this is, look, look, Down syndrome. Okay. You know, you can tell somebody's got Down syndrome. Can, let me offer a solution. Yeah, we give out shirts that say "I'm retarded," and we put it on everyone that's retarded, and they have to wear it every day, so that way the police don't stomp their ass. You know what I mean? Special forces. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. All right. So a lot of people, that's that's it for Dorter. I mean, is he a hero? That's for you to decide. No, man. You know. Uh, but, dude, I, one thing I've been asked about numerous times is we were talking about the Down Syndrome individual at the Amish buffet we went to. Sure. I guess we laughed so hard that I didn't really get the story out. And it's not that bad. The no. point, here's the thing is that we're pieces of shit for laughing. But what was happening is somebody with Down syndrome. So I don't know if you've been to a buffet where they have like cobbler and pies and shit. But like some are hot. Some are cold. Hot, cobbler is nuclear hot. Oh, okay. I forgot we we're talking about cobbler. Pies hot. Well, Down like, syndrome. Yeah, the cobbler. Yeah. Cobbler. Yeah, the, well, Down syndrome are generally, they run a little cold. You know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. kind of they blow cold. Uh, the well, cobbler was running hot. All right. So you got the cobbler, you got other desserts. Well, we're eating. This Down syndrome kid comes in, goes to the dessert section, and just starts eating dessert with their hands. And, you know, they're eating pies, some fudge dessert, banana pudding. Then. They reach into the cobbler, which is hot, nuclear hot. What I noticed was, is that the Down syndrome individual is so overcome with joy to be digging into their favorite pastime, which is munching desserts, yeah. that the heat and pain have no effect. None. None. There's not a flinch. You know, I marched right over there and got me a skip too, man. They're slobbering on it from the heat. Because you know? it is, you did. Because she did stick her tongue yeah. out and was like, ah, you know. Like, yeah, you did grab. Now, you, you did grab a dessert. You did enter into the line of combat and grab a dessert before it could be tainted. <laughs> but, dude, I'm telling you, if I turn on the sink right now, just the sink to all the way hot. And you walked over and put your hand in it. You would flinch. You would have yeah. the reaction. Your brain does that. Or, dude, cinnamon toast. You know, like when you try to grab it up, <laughs> like you try to, did it cook to your fucking finger? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you yipe it. That dude. sugar you just go, caramelized to your you finger. You fucking do it. Yipe, yeah, dude. You dude, go, it hurts so You got to pull, pull back. I'm telling you right now, none. No reflex that told their, their look, they couldn't connect the pain. 
to the, to the fucking brain. brain. That's it, strength, literally, man. That's real strength. Real strength. And I'm just telling you right now, it sounds like I'm, no, I'm commending them. It's beautiful. I've never seen a Down syndrome person be in a bad mood. No, man. Did, I, they, when they do, it's not fun. They were having the time of their, because they're not used to that. They're having the time of their fucking life, dude. I've told you before. Getting scalded, scalded yeah. by cherry, peach, apple, fucking Amish cobbler. Dude, that's the type of dedication that Christopher Dorner had. Yeah. He was willing to taste the sweet cobbler by jamming his hand into it. You know what I mean? I told you a story before about us. About me going to the mall, and then like there's this Down syndrome dude, and he just walks up and he like pointed at my shirt. I don't remember what shirt I had on, and he gave me a hug. He didn't ask to give me a hug, he just gave me a hug. I gave him a hug back, and his dad goes, "You just made his day, man." Yeah, and I was like, "Hell yeah, dude!" Actually, sir, your son did not ask for consent, so I'll be calling the man, police. This is rape. It was weird. It made my day, man, because yeah. it was like because you cool. got rock fucking hard. No, no. <laughs> Achieved. I like to spread joy, man. A powerful erection. I love people, man. That's a thing. You love to fuck I'm not people, opposite. not retards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What song did you pick for this week? I picked uh, "Master," yeah. classic death metal band from the nineties. Shoot yeah. to kill. You have to shoot to kill. All right, friends, folks, folks. If you could. Follow us on social media. Instagram's taking it to us, dude. I can't tell you why. Don't follow us. I don't understand. Just follow us on Instagram. Fuck the other platforms. Also, if you want to give us a five star review on Apple Podcast, that is helpful. That does help. That's an impact. Uh, You know, we do love you. Thank you for listening. Don't shoot cops. I've said it several times. Do shoot cops. That is a joke. However, if you do, delete. Your listen history, because you know we got kids. I don't need FBI coming to my house. Yeah, we got children. All right, so yeah, not saying shoot cops, but if you find yourself being unjusted, think about that sweet, sweet cobbler. All right, we'll see you guys on the next (laughs) one. We love you.